Hello, Hello and, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the tea. tea. My name is T-Rex. What is your name? Lucky Stiff. Eee. Happy Trans Day of Visibility. Hey! Whoa. Have you prepared a speech? I have not. <laughs> On behalf of all I of am those. unprepared. Oh, well. But. Um, uh, let's see. Last night, we, we are uh, taping right now. It is a Sunday. Uh, I don't know about you, but I definitely <laughs> turned up last night. Um, our guests were in the show. We're in drag matinee last night. We were all extremely intoxicated. Um, what's new with you? What'd you do? Ah, nothing. I literally, I've just been binge watching Game of Thrones, trying to like remind myself what happened. I'm on season five now. Did they put it on Hulu? I'm like, some- it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, I need to watch it. I've never seen an episode. Anyways, what? I know. I'm sorry. The podcast is canceled. We're talking about <laughs> this now. It. Never. Um, no. Don't you need more dragons in your life? God, I need less dragons in my life. Is all, <laughs> I mean. um, all right. Uh, uh, first up, uh, uh, she it's her first time here, um, but she is a resident of Drag Matinee. She's here all the fucking time. Uh, she is from Dallas, Texas. Demita D. Sanchez. What's up, guys? It's me. <laughs> What's up, girl? Not my ambition. Um... I'm just back in Chicago getting <laughs> fucked up every day. <laughs> Last night, girl, and you got here like Friday, and mm-hmm. it was like one in the morning, and I just get like a message that's just like, girl, where are you at? And then it was like two hours later, and you were on like your 37th picture in Scarlet. <laughs> you're like, I'm on my way, girl. And you're just like sending me selfies. I was like, okay, here we go. Okay, Danger. but every time I get, every time I come here, I'm glad, I'm glad I had um, more than. 24 hours to be here, but every time I come here, I'm like, I gotta go to Scarlet because yeah. their music is everything. <laughs> the last time we uh, went together, uh, and your flight was at like six in the morning yeah. or something. And th- when you came into the show, you're like, we're not gonna do anything after. <laughs> like, I gotta chill. And it was after, no, and it was famous that, last word. No, it was that total moment of like, should we just do it anyway? <laughs> and like, that means you're going fucking ham, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. so it wasn't like we're gonna do a shot. It was like I'm gonna do every shot in this yeah. fucking building. <laughs> okay. And then someone had to like our friend Manda had to literally like show her how to find her like flight mm-hmm. and her like how to get to the airport, how to find her oh, ticket. No. Like she was so intoxicated. And I was in, I was embarrassed <laughs> last night when I saw her because I'm just like, hi, how are you? And she's like, I'm the one who saved your life last time. And I said, I was intoxicated, so we have to re meet each other. Hi. <laughs> she saved your life. Um, so now you live in Dallas. I've been there for like six months. Yeah, or so. six months. And you moved from Des Moines, Iowa. Mm-hmm. What brought I'm you to Dallas? Um, Full time drag gig. I was doing it on the weekends, and then now it's every day of my life. It's crazy. And you're at the Roundup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, full disclosure, I watch Real Housewives of Dallas, and there's a scene, like a famous scene, where one of the women accuses another woman's husband of being gay, and she says uh, er, something about, like, he got his dick sucked at the round, oh my and I know the the guys who did it, and it's like it's just like the super like ridiculous <laughs> moment from Housewives, so whenever I think of the roundup, I think of that. I also think of... Uh, Alyssa Edwards show on Netflix oh where God, she's like yep. she's like pretending to go to a gig but it's like clearly like okay. line dancing night okay so like, <laughs> I, got, like I got my gig to go to okay we're line dancing while I'm doing my number <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love Texas. Um, yeah. All right, we are also joined. It is her first time on the podcast. Honey Dijon. Hi. Oh, let me some more. Eh? What's up? 
Uh, how might our listeners know about you? Um, through like what social media? <laughs> and, uh, well, anything. how long have what you, you moved? How long that? have you lived here? And you moved? Oh here yeah, I, I just moved here um, a little over a year ago. But I've been coming up for a while. From from Champagne. I met Honey like five, six years ago. Yes. Me, Eva Envy, Shea Coulee, and Kim Chi went to Champagne mm-hmm. and we did a show and there was like a lot of pageant girls who were like standing at the back like frowning at us. And I love pageant girls, I really do, but these were not the nice ones. And they just like had their arms crossed and they were just staring at us like we had three heads. Yes. And then at the front of the of like everyone we just see these two weirdos and mm-hmm. it was her mm-hmm. and Victoria Morning. Yes. And we were like, hey, do you want to like smoke weed with us? Like, yeah. So yeah, we were like, oh finally, normal faces. Yeah. This is <laughs> my, yes. Right? This is my like favorite story to tell because I'm one of the few people that have actually seen Tranica perform. <laughs> yeah. Stop. It yeah. Was pretty terrible. It was, it, was, it was great. It was so long ago. What's your go-to song? I was going to say, what did you do then? <laughs> All right, our Not first question. <laughs> I hate it. It me crazy. We also have to say that Honey showed up today with a condiment, which I think is oh, totally yeah. great and on brand. Oh, my gosh, should Brought I Jones it? Barbecue for us yes. all to taste. From Queer Eye, from Shorty and Little Jones, it was Kansas City. not really my type of barbecue <laughs> sauce. Oh, it was Jamita mine. fucking loves it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I it, it was so good, good because I loved that I tasted um, the tangy first and then it yes. got sweet. Mm-hmm. There's cumin or something in it. Like, I don't yeah. understand the flavor. Oh, okay, but I, I felt the pepper on my tongue. If you say the name Samuel, but, like, say it with your lips so savory, you'll be sexual. Like, Samuel. Wait. <laughs> what is that? What is Wait, that? what? Samuel. Samuel. You're drunk. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fully. All right, we'll edit that out. Um, All right. Uh, Shall we jump into these questions, Samuel? I think we should. (laughs) I like it. I'm keeping it. Samuel. Happy TDOB. Um, (laughs) Joey from Chicago asks, how did you make friends in the nightlife scene? I feel like it's different everywhere, too, so it might be good to hear from guests first. Yeah. Uh, Honey, how'd you make friends in the nightlife scene? How'd you do it back home, and then how'd you do it here? Um, did you? There's well, <laughs> never. The, the strange thing is, is I'm still kind of getting used to it, just because in Champagne there's not like a full on queer scene or yeah or nightclub. They scene. closed your la- your bar, right? Yeah. The one that- I mean, it was sold, and then a mysterious fire happened. Oh my god! Insurance fraud. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so I think. Going to clubs and having sort of like a club culture is new to me. Yeah. So navigating is... So how do you make friends here? I mean, you just have to be a fucking nice person. (laughs) Smile, look at people when you're talking to them, care. That sounds hard. Buy somebody a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Dance. What about you, Domino? Well... Embarrassingly enough, not embarrassing, but you Granger. know how I like the Bears. Yes, yes. Not so, the not the team, the the men, the hairy suit gentlemen, the hairy men. So I have a routine. So if I, she's practiced. <laughs> yeah, she knows how to find her prey. So everybody knows I get out of drag very quickly after oh God, the show because I'm sweaty yes. and disgusting and so, on the prowl. Yes. So before the show, <laughs> I go take my pictures. I go meet people. But I always love to go talk to all the bears. And so what I do is walk up to them. I'm like, 
oh my gosh, I love your beard. Do you have chest hair? <laughs> and that's how I start the conversation. And then you're like, show me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I, I start feeling, I'm like, can I touch your beard? And then I like feel it. And then I'm like, ooh. I'm putting your shirt a little bit. Oh my god! This is Jeez. so good. I'm like I'm, taking notes. I've watched cool. this ritual happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. It happens, and I'm just like, let me touch your chest. Yeah. Oh, you're so cute. Hi, I'm Demita. My hashtag is Demita for <laughs> She's really good. You gotta know your brand, and then apparently exercise it in public. <laughs> oh yeah, and it works, and that's how I meet all my bears. And that's amazing. Mm, yeah. I love Just everything good. about that. <laughs> I I feel like the easiest way to start is like online, really. It's like if you sniff it out online and like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you know, you're like liking and commenting and then you see people in real life and it's like, hey, we're friends online. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, like and that's not weird. No. Not if you're not a crazy person about well, it. Yeah, if, if you're also, genuine about it and you're if, following someone you like. Yeah. Also, if you've messaged me before and we've like Corresponded a little, and then I see you at the club, and you make zero eye contact or avoid me. I think that is very annoying. <laughs> it's weird. But like it's weird. It's like weird. Just go the extra. That's just seal the deal. Do the final step of like, yeah. okay, now we enter now. Hi, how? Yeah, and it doesn't have you? to be a big deal. It can just be like, hey, I follow you online. Yeah. I really like your stuff. Here, yeah. let me buy you a drink. Okay, bye. I yeah. love who, that. who doesn't like a drink and a compliment? It's really right. Yeah. It's not hard. Compliment. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Okay, so how did they do this in 1995 without social media? Uh, you went, <laughs> no, you just went to the club alone and stood around. I feel like that's what happened. And you just like made eyes at someone or there was like a bulletin. Like there was like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Really. There was like a community, like, and there's a newspaper. People thing. had it's zines. Like, yeah. okay. I, I, like, I, I printed off a piece of paper, cut the tabs. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you? Are you? Hello, my name is Demita. Will you Down be my friend? Yeah. <laughs> That's how my mother used to make friends when she was in elementary school. She told us she walked up to somebody and was like, "Hi, my name's Martha. Will you be my friend?" And honestly, I don't think that's a bad strategy. Oh, that is actually. No. Hey, it's very upfront. Okay, hey, I'm new here. Right. Can we be? You know, can we hang out for a minute? What's yeah. happening in the scene? All these people get offended when people walk up to them. Now though, they're like, "Oh, you're like hitting on me." I'm like, "No, I just want to touch well, your beard." Those are the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some people are just fucking douchebags, but also it depends on what energy you come up to them with. Yes. <laughs> like, are you fully wasted? Just like yes. hands first with yes, the beard. Yes, I am fully right. wasted. <laughs> <laughs> but I ask for consent to touch their Absolutely. beard. Absolutely. There you um, go. So grab people's beards is what we learned from this conversation. Great. Great. Ask Good. consent. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Sarah from Chicago said, what are some differences you see interacting and connecting with the queer community in drag versus out of drag? Mm. Uh, standout pros and cons that you notice. Ooh. I like this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. Seal of approval. Yeah. Now let's answer it. Um, I think about this a lot actually so doing drag I feel like it already gives you like an in Mm -hmm. like somebody's like oh okay you're a drag queen I am now interested in you whereas like if I showed up in the club looking like a farmer sometimes people are as I do right Mm now Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's almost just like I get a lot more questions of like so what is your story what is going on with you whereas before people are just instantly like oh you're beautiful you're a drag queen hey I want to talk to you right it opens up the conversation so much easier Mm -hmm. yeah I mean looking beautiful helps yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's true yeah Yeah. well you should test the theory yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, what do you think so something I've been really working on is um, 
Something I've been really working oh, no. on. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm really loud, so I don't know where I need to be. Um, something I've been working on is like, I'm so confident in drag, but mm-hmm. out of drag, I'm just like, I'm shy, I'm scared, whatever. But I I'm, have never felt that about you. Really? No. I I, I'm like so, I, I have so much anxiety, like when yeah. I'm out of drag. Yeah. But like, what I'm working on now is just like, hey, I want to meet you in drag, but then like that's when I'm working because mm. that's my it's my job, you know, mm-hmm. and that's drag is my work uniform. But then when I'm out of drag, I'm gonna be like, "Hi, everybody, I'm Travis, the whitest name in the world." Oh my god, I <laughs> never hear. my yeah, boy Travis. name is Travis. I'm like, I'm Travis. Yeah, I work as Demita, but I also just want I want you to see both sides mm. of me because it. I think. To me, it's more personable. And it's like, hey, you know me on a personal level, like not just my work job. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like, you know me personally and you know me at work. I'm a cool person. You <laughs> don't have to be afraid to talk to me. Well, like we were saying, it's <clears throat> it's so much easier to make that introduction when you're in drag. Yes. And then especially if you see someone like that, you know, not to be weird, that looks like someone you would want to be friends with. Yeah, no, it's like, totally. it's easier to just walk by and go, hello. And like, they're like, oh, a drag queen said hi to me. Because yep. 99% of the time, people expect the drag queen to be a bitch. So when a drag yeah. queen is nice to you, they're like, oh, hi. Like, oh, yay, thank you. Um, yeah, so it just, it, it opens it up. And then you mm-hmm. come up to them later and go, and I've done this so many times. Hi, I was a drag queen from earlier. Nice, like, nice to meet you. This is yeah. me out of drag. Like, and that is, it just, it, it, it's a really easy way to do an intro. Yeah. yeah. You start with one and lead to the other. I don't know if I'm like the only one at this table who feels this way. I don't know, honey. Maybe you do too. But I like when I'm in the club, and not and I guess this is also different for me, not being like a cis gay person. But like when I'm out of drag and I walk into a gay club specifically, and not like a queer space, I'm invisible. Like I am totally invisible, and also yeah. I'm short, which doesn't help. Like I'm <laughs> below the eyeline. Yeah. Cr- Why are you here? <laughs> but also like I don't have. People look. If people look at me, it's kind of like, oh, why are you here? And then, yeah, and then I get into drag, and they're like, oh my god, hi, what are you doing? What's Mm -hmm. your deal? Which can actually feel kind of shitty. Like it can feel good, but also kind of like, oh, okay, I see. Like you're into the performance, but like me as a human being, you're not Mm -hmm. necessarily into it all. Yeah, I was at a a brunch drag show recently, and I felt like the energy of people there was like, you know, obviously they were there to turn up and watch drag. Yeah. But it was like walking around, even though I wasn't wearing something overtly femme and crazy, it was like, especially in gay spaces, I feel like people just look at you like, do I want to fuck you? Would I ever date you? Yeah. And when it's just like, you can tell when someone's looking at it, it's like, that's a pass. No, no. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's here to hang out and drink a beer, but. It's this very specific, like codified hunting Yes, ground. yes, exactly. And when you don't fit a certain look or type it's like you're just instantly rejected yeah and Hmm. you know i and i i totally get that it's it's i hate that feeling of like they look at you and then they just like walk past you yes and that's the thing of that's the thing of like you have to you have to give off that confidence because it i don't understand i don't understand what not confident and confident looks like mm-hmm. on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just yeah. all like, it's two different things because I'm just like, let's go to a bar and just not be confident and be quiet and be a, a wallflower, mm-hmm. whatever. Nobody talks to you. But then if you go to a club in the exact same outfit, mm-hmm. exact same persona, and you're confident, 
everyone's like, oh my gosh, hi. Right, this is the and thing. I, I never know. That. I never know what, when I'm doing that and when I'm not doing that. Do you 100%. know what I mean? <clears throat> you know, something that I've come to realize about myself is like, so I'm super alpha and I go out and I'm like, let's take... <laughs> no, shocking. Yeah. But <clears throat> when I feel in control of a situation... 100% walk in, mm-hmm. hand out. Hi, nice to meet you. How's it going? Let's go over here. What's going on? You know, <clears throat> and then if I don't know people in the situation, I flip to the the total opposite mm-hmm. direction and I'm just waiting for a cue. Yeah. Like I'm just standing, <laughs> I'm going, well, I don't know these people. I'm not going to interject and like, you know, I, I can't make a joke to someone I don't know if I, you know, or I try yeah. and just like not receive the same because they don't know who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. So I like, totally get anxieties and weird social things like which is strange for someone whose entire job is to talk to right, Mike yeah. but if I'm not in control of a situation and surrounded by people that I trust mm-hmm. that I know are going to laugh at my jokes and that I'm coming from a good place like sometimes I'm just completely I shrink back and I'm like well I can't inter- I, I can't yeah. Yeah. I can't vocalize myself yeah. I, I can't even like I don't know I just freeze up I can't talk yeah you know makes me feel like I'm five yeah, and it's yeah. this weird thing. Yeah, but then put me in a situation where I'm comfortable and, bitch, give me that mic. Let's party for hours. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I can't get words out. I can't wow. get words out. And I don't know how to flip the switch sometimes. Sometimes you have to – I have to separate myself if I feel that coming on and just like – all right, like turn it on, turn it on, figure power it out. Pose, yeah. Power pose, power, power like, pose. You are confident. Go introduce yourself to someone. Just yeah. figure it out because you, you never know. The switch goes in and out. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. So here's the question. So now, now put us in the other people's shoes. Right. How yeah. how how do we notice people? How do we notice people? Like if we're walking into a bar setting. If they're, how do we notice them if they're confident or not? Or do right. we just walk past them? What, That's true. What attracts you to talk to a person? Uh, I don't usually go up to people that I know. <laughs> no, we've had, yeah, we've had this conversation Unless before. Unless they're, like, with people that I do know. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually it's body language. Like, you can kind of tell if someone is, like... If I think I can crack you with a joke, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna like yeah. go in for the kill, and I'm gonna try to tell like three jokes one after another, and mm-hmm. see like if I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's weird to say it out loud. No, That's it makes your sense. Calculated way of like making friends, but if I know that I can go in and like hey, like get you. Like, okay, we can be friends. Yeah. But that makes sense because it's something you feel confident about. Yeah, know? that's like, like my way of, yeah, exactly. And you, you're like, oh, I can do that thing that I'm good at. But, and, yeah. And you will receive it well. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to make you laugh. Totally. That's going to be yeah. most of our, our dynamic as a friendship. So I'm like testing mm-hmm. you out. Like, right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like confidence to confidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like weird hair and eye contact. <laughs> it's like, or people, or like femme people with like specific makeup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody that's clearly like going out on a limb a little bit yeah. in terms of their look and is like kind of like waiting for somebody to say something nice about it mm-hmm. or something mean about it. They're like, either I'm going to get jumped or I'm going to make a <laughs> or I'm going to make a yeah. new best friend. Yeah. And so I'm like looking for those people because I'm like, oh, you're gonna you're serving what I like mm-hmm. want to receive and vice versa. Whenever I see someone like cute and like strange makeup, yeah. It, is queer and they're like maybe they're at Berlin or like they're maybe they're in public mm-hmm. and I don't recognize them I'm like first of all the audacity of yeah. you to not <laughs> like how do I not know you <laughs> you know it's that weird thing where you're like okay ding 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 like I, I should know you right yeah like you see a queer person that would yeah. someone you would know and then you're like 
how do I weasel my way in here? <laughs> the queer alarm starts going. Yeah, yeah you're like, okay, we are one and the same. Like, yeah. Are you cool? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Hello? <laughs> Hi, let's be friends. Um, yeah, I think that does it, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you want to do the next one? I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Trainwreck from Columbia, Mississippi asks... Is your quote on personality different when you're? In- I've never felt you drag. That's kind of connected. Yeah, mm-hmm. Demita. Yeah, yeah. So. And I've never felt you off though. Not that you're like 100 yeah. on, but I've never, I've never interacted with you and thought like, oh, she's like not mm. <laughs> personal, and, you know. And and the funny thing is, the people who I see like on the daily, they get to see both sides of me because mm-hmm. there's a there's a side of me where it's just like. I'm just quiet, and they're always like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm literally just relaxing. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm just in my, like, I'm not on right now, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm just quiet, I'm just like chilling, because I'm just like, I gotta use my energy for later. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when you're someone that's super personable, and you're on, I feel like, uh, did you listen to the uh, Richard Simmons uh, podcast, like Finding Richard Simmons? Mm-hmm. They, they talk, well, he basically just became a recluse. Like, yeah. and he, the Hollywood tours used to come outside of his house, and he would walk out and shake every hand. He would do classes, like, all the time. He, would, he just went mm-hmm. out of his way to make every friend to shake every hand. And then one day, he just stopped. It's like, I'm done. He stopped going outside of his house and no one's seen him for like three years. And I I think about that too. My rings are clicking, sorry. Uh, I think about that <laughs> a lot too. Nice if, if you're someone that is like very on, then your off is very off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like if I'm delivering, when I shut that off, I'm in my house completely silent. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when I want to be quiet, I'm just leave me alone. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. When you turn it on, you turn it on, and when it's off, it's so off. Especially you, you're like super bubbly and loud and crazy. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you're like, "All right, okay, yeah. don't want to talk to people." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally during the day when I'm not doing drag, I'm laying in my bed, mm-hmm. eating barbecue sauce with a spoon, <laughs> and chilling with my toy poodle. Oh, <laughs> what's your poodle's name? Her name's Mabel. Yes, it is. Oh my god, I love old people. Hashtag Mabel for bears. Yes. Yes, I have Show us your dog. Um, But that's what I do. I just hang out with my dog and don't do anything. And we're way too much alike. And it's awful. I can feel reaching my threshold too for that. (laughs) Yeah. Honey, you're pretty shy. I feel like on the regular. Uh, I'm I'm not really shy. I just, when I want to talk, I talk. And when I don't. I just don't. <laughs> you're a very, well, I would say mild-mannered. Like, you're just a very, like, chill person. Yeah, I mean, Gentle I really empty. am. Yes, yes, yes. I like twinkle lights. I like, I like twinkle candles. lights, I yes. like talking low and smooth. <laughs> this oh, is the best podcast. Showing, yeah. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> my puppy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, when I was being Paris Fulton, for doing ASMR, whatever it's called, she was just sitting with me. She's very chill. She's like, <laughs> Look at her. She's, she's like asleep the... on this video we're watching. <laughs> she's just yeah. falling asleep. Her oh. eyes are just like, she's high. She's like, I've been doing this for 12 hours. <laughs> my, my dog is just a stoner. So it's fine. I love that. <laughs> um, did we answer the yeah, question? Yeah, I don't know if we did. I don't know. <laughs> I think we're so connected to the last one. That, it's, yeah, it's true. I, I think that like there's something about when you... I forget what point... 
you I think it was you said na- when nails happen, that's when you're like, okay, I'm in the persona. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's l- when lashes happen. Yes. Yeah. I feel like for a lot of people, it's one of those two things. And the lashes also have like, they give you like letterbox on the world, you know, mm-hmm. like your vision yeah. narrows a little bit and you get calmer. They really do. They do, they narrow your vision and yeah. they make you like, okay, you have to focus. And, yeah. Yeah. Because it More does focus. change your line of sight and it just, Changes how you look at things. It's like horse blinders. It's weird. It calms yeah. you down. No, but for <laughs> real though, like that's yeah. what they do to caretors is to be like, just look at the road in front of you. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. what changes it for me too. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, now I'm here. Now I'm in this person. Yeah. And it makes me calmer and it makes me feel more mm-hmm. safe. And, and then like I take the last back. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, shoulders back, out. tits out, yeah, <laughs> out. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You get taller. You get more. I get yeah. like three inches taller even without shoes and drag because I'm just like boop. Here I am. Yeah. But, and it changes your whole personality. It's mm-hmm. the, yeah. Like, like now I am performing. Yeah. Hello, welcome to my performance. Mm. Even when you're not on stage. Um, should I do the next one? I think you should. All right. Uh, this is from Sarah. Uh, sobriety in the club. Is it possible? Do you have any advice for maintaining it? Demita, <laughs> so we'll start yeah, with I was you. Say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Back okay, so backstage, backstage on um, behind the scenes, I really hate getting wasted during a show because I'm just like, if I can't control my emotions during a number, I just feel awful because I'm like, I love being on stage so much mm-hmm. that I'm just like, I want to remember it, I want to know this moment because this is this is my home, this is what I love, but then after we're done performing, yeah, let's take a million shots, yeah. you know, but. I just love, I just love being in that moment on stage. Me too. You know? Yeah. Because that's, that's why I'm doing this as a career, because right. I love it. I never drink before a show, mm-hmm. but I'll drink, like, I'll drink, like, as soon as the show starts, yeah. because I, right, I want to soak it in. Mm-hmm. And also, I have to talk, so I don't want to, like, Yeah, we're yeah, hard. Weird, yeah. It's, it's weird, because I, like... To drink wine while I'm doing my makeup, yeah. But just in that way of like, oh, I'm in my robe. I've got a glass of something. <laughs> Your little self care uh, moment. You know, just slathering on all the naughty things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's it's definitely one of those things. Like I have to limit how much mm-hmm. I allow myself to drink while doing makeup because there's like this weird mentality of like. Wine isn't really alcohol. It's like that thing that you can yeah. just enjoy at home. But it super is. <laughs> but it is. Well, yeah. Get drunk. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Two bottles later. Yeah. 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 That's really a thing. I know a lot of queens who are like doing like this year. They made a pact to be sober in the club, and every time I encounter one of them, they're like, "Yeah, it's really hard because everyone else around you is like drinking or mm-hmm. smoking or having a good time," mm-hmm. and like. They, it always seems like it's a, it's not a, a worse or a better experience. It's a different experience. Yeah. And I think it's so much better for people who, like, some people get drunk in the club and then they're just, like, belligerent and they, like, throw <laughs> people on tables oh, or, like, you know, ber- berate people on the mic. And that's also not good. I'm not thinking about anybody in particular right now at all. But then they went on this journey and like now not only are they better performers, but they're better human beings in the club. And I feel like that's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it is hard for people. It's a thing if it if it affects your work or it doesn't affect your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, totally. Yeah. 
If it, yeah, I mean, it might affect your liver, but like, yeah. <laughs> might, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and another thing about alcohol, it's like we say, like, as you, we're drinking right. champagne, <laughs> if you want to meet someone new, like, what do you do? Hey, you want to do a shot? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's such a thing that we use to like bring people together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same with people who like smoke cigarettes. Like, you got so many people who smoke mm-hmm. meet people over cigarettes. Right. Like, hey, really? do you have a cigarette? Yeah. And you start a conversation. So it's just like the entry point of right <laughs> so, of social stuff. Oh, are we opening? Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, oh, I got excited. Ooh. That was the oh, barbecue sauce. Yeah. Here you come. Um, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, any advice for... I mean, I don't know the last time I've done a show that I wasn't drinking. I tried to do a sober September one time. Did not work out. <laughs> uh, I did it for like two weeks. It was really hard. Yeah. Super, super, super hard. It's, it's harder when it's like really late night gigs too, or your or your like when you do that daytime party and it's like eight hours or twelve hours or whatever of drag. Yeah. That's especially hard because your feet hurt too. Like drinking makes your feet hurt less. Oh, Jesus, it makes you yes. like not remember that time is going by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, T just yeah. choked. Yeah. Like, like, fully just choked on emotions. Oh, I need some champagne. <laughs> and here's the thing. When you're working full-time in a bar, obviously, you're going to drink, and it's hard not to drink. Mm-hmm. But it's like... <laughs> you, you, like I said before, you gotta do it in moderation. Yeah, yeah. you just it is can't. Your job. Yeah, like you don't want to ruin that. We're basically there to sell alcohol. Yeah, first and foremost, get your uh, bills paid and mm-hmm. then get drunk. Like, yeah. make sure that you're connecting the dots for work and then you get drunk. Yeah. And bitch, get get fucking wasted, but like, do your job first yes. and then get yes, drunk yes. after mm-hmm. with your coworkers, and it's fine. Yeah, like, I think the learning lesson for me was when. Learning lesson. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was honestly vanity because I saw myself after like a couple of nights being like super fucked up in oh, drag yeah. and like the pictures that were being tagged of me, it was like half of my shit's coming out <laughs> one side, my wig's all yeah. tossed this way because I didn't care, but that's, that's why I just wait until after. Yeah. It's hard to be pretty and drunk. Yes. It's not impossible, but difficult. It's really hard. There's always that, like that gloss and that like weird smile. <laughs> <laughs> where you're like I oh, wish I, you could see this face yeah. that I'm making right yeah, now I'm pretending that yeah. I'm not drunk like, play cool play cool play cool yeah. Oh, yeah. and yep. the stars in your eyes yeah it's mm. true well that sounds kind of good though I guess that's that sweet spot <laughs> I think wine helps you with the sweet spot if you can just mm-hmm. coast on like a glass mm-hmm. of wine maybe every like hour or so that's a good like yeah, because it's so relaxed. Mm-hmm. But if you're drinking like yeah. Berlin bombs, <laughs> that it's not the same level of chill. Okay, <laughs> okay like, but they're five dollars and they keep you awake till five a.m. <laughs> Any of y'all do the coyote ugly thing where you're like you fake uh-huh. drink because? Oh, <laughs> yep. I always do that where I'll take like if some if someone won't like leave me alone about it, just kind of hey, you do a shot, you have to do a shot. Okay, fine. So I'll take it and then I'll. Spit it through the straw back into the drink. Yeah. Mm. And then I'll just put my drink down. Because if I don't want to drink, I'm not going to drink. I'll just pour it. Right. But don't you yeah, have to talk yeah. right after the shot? Like, oh my gosh. I, was <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes at a certain point in the night, I'll like go up to the bartenders and be like, hey, if anybody asks to do a shot with me, you have to give me water with bitters in it because yeah. I cannot take it anymore. Yeah. I can't. I do have a code word with one of my. Do you? Yeah, with one of my um, bartenders at the roundup. And if I say, can I get a. Uh, some type of drink in the name of Selena. That means 
I don't want alcohol in yeah. my drink. Yeah. I'm just like, in the name of Selena, he's like, I got you. That's so smart. <laughs> my code at Scarlet, I've said this before, my code at Scarlet, because uh, I used to host for like four or five hours at a time on Fridays, uh, and I and we were sponsored by Fireball, so I had free Fireball. Like, mm-hmm. I was allowed to drink as much as I want. That's what we did. And everyone would come up and go, Fireball, Fireball, and I would you say yes to everyone because people get uncomfortable mm-hmm. when you say no. You just, you know, it's just... They're, it's an they're offer to of friendship, yeah. Sure, I'll do it. So I would say, hey, can we get... And then I make two motions. You say... Uh, it, okay, so I'll hand. I was like, "Can I have uh, three shots?" And I'll hold up a three, and then I'll hold up a one, mm-hmm. and that means three real shots and mm-hmm. one fake shot. Mm-hmm. But if I only hold up my hands once, three, that means three real shots. Mm-hmm. So if I give you the one final, that means make that a coke and water. Yeah, yeah. Like make that a fake shot, and then no one's no one knows I'm <laughs> not actually drinking. Right, and. We still have a good social interaction, which was yeah. really the end game there. Right, you yeah. don't want to like. I don't have to be a fucking mess. Okay, because I'm trying to do. This <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and people don't understand that like they're not the first person that's come up to you and asked to do a shot yes. with you. They're like yes. the tenth person, and we yeah. are not made of steel. Like, no. and I appreciate it, and I'm so thankful that people want to buy me shots. Yeah, you know, buying the drag queen shots is like such a great. That's awesome. Do that, but. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm tired and yeah. I'm drunk. It's 2 a.m. and you're like, oh, God, oh, I'm just going to crawl under the bar and live here. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, keep it in moderation and also have life hacks for how you can scam your way into not yep. being as drunk as you want. To. They're learning our secrets. That's, <laughs> that's what this is all about. So what about, what about like drugs in the nightlife scene? Because sobriety could be yeah. acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about it? Well, I mean, because that's, I, my vice is drinking. That's, like, what I like to do, but I don't really do anything else Mm -hmm. with that. And I think it's sometimes hard navigating that, especially in the nightlife scene, because a lot of people do drugs. Yeah. No, and that's, and that's understandable. It's a thing of, like, you, you have to know your limits. You have to know what you do, because I'm a person who... You do what you want because it's your choices. You do it. Mm-hmm. I don't judge you for it. You know? Yeah, same. But but you have to you have to know your limits in life, and so it's it's a thing of like if somebody asks you, hey, do you want to do this? And I'm just like, hey, no, thank you. I don't. But then you say. I don't mind that you do it. Yeah, you always have to have that consent. I don't mind that you do it, but I just can't do it. You know, or when they're like, "You're just sitting there judging us, aren't you?" It's like Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what you do. No, I'm like I'm good, but you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do you? I don't smoke weed, but I feel like people always think it's weird when I'm not smoking weed, and I always say, "Don't worry, I drink the difference." Yeah, don't worry. Like I used to smoke a lot of weed. I don't do that anymore. Like, yeah, I had this really uncomfortable encounter with this famous photographer who like. I went to this party and he was there and we were like chatting and having a wonderful friendly talk and then he was like hey do you want to go to the you know bathroom and do coke and I was like I'm not really into uppers but like cool you you do you like I'll just be here (laughs) whatever and he like and thinking that that was going to be the end of it because usually people are like oh yeah work I'll just like nip off and I'll come back in a minute (laughs) I'm just going to go take a potty break and I'm like yeah yeah cool whatever I don't care um, but he got really upset. He got Ew. worse and I know, right? That's worse and worse throughout the next like ten minutes. And he kept trying, 
being like, oh, no, no, that's cool, that's cool, and then, like, poking me to do it again, and I was just like, okay, what's going on here? Why are you so... Because people feel self-conscious that they're doing it alone. alone. Yeah, so right. you try to bring exactly. people in. But I was like, there's, like, 300 people in this club that you could go and do coke with, many of whom you know. Why is it so important for you to get me to do it? And I was just kind of like, oh, this oh. feels... It. You know what I mean? Like, this feels icky. icky. Like, icky. something about this is weird. Mm. And then, like, he sort of stormed off and didn't come back all night. And I was yeah. just like, okay. So, like, be chill chill with each other is my yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing when I say I don't want a shot. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like sometimes I'm like, I'm at my my limit. Yeah. And, and, and I hate, like, when I was doing, like, the Sober September, mm-hmm. oh, come on, just one, come on. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, I'm <laughs> going to get drunk. Leave me alone. Like, stop forcing people to do fucking shots with you. I get drunk all the time. I'm mm-hmm. going to get drunk. If someone, <clears throat> if you ask them if they want to do a shot, that's nice of you. And they say, no, thank you. It is up to you. Uh, or it, it is then where you go, okay, yeah, that's all. Yeah. You know, like you, the pushing people, it's just like, okay, now you've ruined this interaction, yeah. This, yeah. this social interaction. Mm-hmm. You're Now you're just gonna hound me until I do a shot like and I have fully off. been that per- like fuck I say this off. fully knowing that I have been that person yeah. who has been like come on come on come have fun with me Lola and you have to take a step back and yeah. be like okay but when you feel what, don't, what don't like, I know oh, yeah, I yeah exactly maybe this person has stuff that they're dealing with or yep. maybe they're gonna wake up tomorrow they don't owe me telling them their fucking story like yeah. or them telling me their story like I don't fucking need to know all that just right. if someone says no stop with this come on come yeah. on like Oh my god, drive me crazy. There's this Oh yeah. <laughs> this Here we go. There's this queen who does it non-stop to the point where I'll just like, fine, buy me the shot. And she'll buy me the shot and I'll go, thank you. And I'll hold it up and I'll just set it on the bar and go, enjoy your shot, because I'm not fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. Stop hounding me. Yeah. She'll do it for 10 minutes and I'll just take the shot and I'll just like pour it in the garbage can. I was like, there's your shot. Like <laughs> where she will hound me. <laughs> come on, come on. She's irritating. Come on, do it. Why are you doing it? And I'm like, I have to make like a moment out of it. I'm like, thank you for this shot that I don't want and throw it. (laughs) Fuck you. I hate that shit. Driving me crazy. People pressuring people in any situation is so cringy. Consent. She is important. If you ask a question, you get a no, you fucking move on. Yep. Thank you for your hospitality. But also, now you're just fucking irritating. Yeah, this was going to be a good moment with us. Right. And now it's just... Fuck off. Sorry, this is something that irritates the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially going out as much as I do. I'm like, I'm going to get drunk. What are your pet peeves? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Wow, we went in. Okay. I know, we did. This table. This table. There's like a vortex of intensity, and I love it. And with that said, everyone must now do a drink. Yay, let's cheer. You have to drink. If you don't you drink, I will drink. never talk to you again. Oh, yeah, God, I miss you. You have to finish it right now. But it, it is kind of cool, because... This is my first podcast ever, so I, <laughs> no I, way. I, yes, so I think it, I think it's kind of cool, like thinking about the different people you have in your podcast will drive the energy of the podcast. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's, it's so every cool time. to me. I'm like, it's science. <laughs> science rolls. Yeah. This, is, this is when you've been out all night drinking, and then you have your first drink the next day, and it snaps you right back into yeah. the drunk. You're like, woo. <laughs> 
like, where did we all go back to uh, yes. 4 a.m.? I, I totally just was thinking about, like, should I go throw up in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> really? It's okay. There's I was like, oh, I'm going to be my Yeah. I need that buffet. <laughs> there's two bathrooms, one for puking and one for everything else. Yeah. You'll be fine. I'm very oh. clean about it. I will clean up my mess. That's why. <laughs> Do you hear that, Trey? Everything's fine. <laughs> Trey's <Sorry>. making a <laughs> face. Yeah. Everything's oh fine. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this next one, though, because he's back, back, back again. It's Jad, pronounced like dad, from Kalamazoo. Oh, Jad. Jad we Long love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second time question asker. Um, how, if at all, starting off strong, <laughs> do you feel that your drag affects your self-image? That can be Ooh. physical, mental, emotional, etc. That's cool. Oh, wow. Honey. Um, let's see. I feel like it's had positive and negative effects on me, both. Because it's like, you know, even, for example, like last night, I was wearing like a little crop something, my arms were out. And because I'm like a full-figured person, sometimes it's like, oh, my God, my arm jiggles. I'm a piece of shit. You <laughs> ever like me. But last night, it's like I can walk around, and I was jiggling my arms, yeah. just being like, feeling like a fat bitch, and just loved it. <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's very empowering in that sense yeah. of like... Do you, do you feel like you looked at yourself differently before you did drag and then now? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, how so? Well, just in the way of, like, um, I am deserving of people looking at me. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Because also, I mean, for a long time, I... So I grew up with a very big birthmark on my face. Yeah. You know, I was tortured. People screaming, you know... Moly, 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 guacamole. You know, Austin Powers and Gold Member style. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, a lot of times it was just me being very like, don't look at me. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel ugly. People were like, you have a big nose, you have a mole, you're ugly, this and that. Yeah. I hate that. But then it's like, I got it removed when I was like almost 20 years old. I started doing drag when I was like 22. And so then it was like, oh my gosh. I am really pretty. <laughs> and people are not lying to me. Oh my God, you're Nev Campbell from The Craft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Are. Drag allows, you, drag allows you to create what you want people to see. And then yeah. you lead with the confidence that you've always wanted, right? And mm-hmm. so then when you have interactions with people, you go, wow, I'm confident. Like, mm-hmm. And then you're out of drag and you're going, oh, okay, 90% of confidence is just fucking faking it. Yeah. It's like, really, mm-hmm. if you know how to access that part of your brain drag really helps you open it up and go hey I'm fucking rad like yeah Yeah. and what's crazy is being thrust into the opposite effect of the um, social status of like when you go to a bar and you maybe feel like a wallflower and like oh should I go up and talk to that person it's weird being that person that people are afraid to talk yes. to. Yes. Oh, like, so strange. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that and that's when we have to open the open the um Wave of communication to yeah. to because I I've learned that people are scared to come up and talk they to are. us and you have to you have to be you have to be so like welcoming you have to be welcoming That's when you when you are nice to people like I said earlier they are almost relieved yeah because they expect drag queens to be bitchy in their heads also you expect anyone that you look at and go. 
oh, they're so pretty. Like, they're so cool. They like, will you know. crush my emotions. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, they're probably going to be a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. And then they're nice. And then, because when people walk away from a social interaction with a drag queen, they never say, yeah, she was fine. They say one of two things. She was mm-hmm. the biggest piece of shit I ever met in my life, or <laughs> she was the nicest person. Yeah. And it, it can be just such a simple interaction, you know, mm-hmm. but they, you know, people, they really build themselves up with drag queens. So if you're really nice to them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're brand. You're constantly branding yourself, you know, and it's it's how you, it's how you, um, come off to people. Yeah. It's just all like, oh, is this person a bitch? Yeah, like I don't want to buy what they're selling. Yeah, or is this person super sweet and we can connect with them? I want to buy what they're selling. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, that's true. Literally buy what you're selling. Mm-hmm. Do I want to come to her drag show again because mm-hmm. she was a fucking bitch? No, fuck her. I'm right. going to the next one. Yeah. What else is happening tonight? Yeah. Because you will lose them as soon as you got them if you're mm-hmm. a fucking asshole. You really will. It's true. <laughs> I feel like I'm curious. So the question was about self-image. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just bringing it back yeah, around, yeah. you know. But I, I wonder because, like, we're literally painting another face onto our face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever then, like, I don't know. I feel like I went through a whole journey at the beginning where I used I was putting on the face, and then I would take it off, and I'd be like, oh, and I'd feel, like, more empty mm-hmm. for a little while. Because I was like, I can't look like this all the time. But yeah. now, I don't know what tipped it, but now I look at my normal face and I'm like, damn, I'm cute. And I don't know when that shifted for me. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I've been like trying to pinpoint it honestly for mm-hmm. months and I have it's, no idea. It's just the more that you see yourself as that confident drag character and you yeah. take it off and go, wow, I'm the same person. Like and internalizing I can, I can it. learn how yeah. to access this. I can uh, teach myself to go to the good place without having to put the whole character on mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. do I snap, yeah. how do I snap it on like you're fully in control of your own happiness like sorry to sound like RuPaul right now but <laughs> bless her how it's dare you this yeah. trans uh, <laughs> <day>. yes. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but uh, yeah like drag really helps you get to that mm-hmm. point and and then the more you do it the easier it is to go this is how I yeah. can be it's knowing that we because we're out of drag right now. It's knowing mm-hmm. that we created that. We ourselves created yeah. that confident persona. It's just like, hey, we may think, because I go through it. I go through it every day. I'm like, we may think we're just like the worst person ever and just hate ourselves. Yeah. But then in drag, we're like, oh, I love this. Yeah. But, you know, you have to remember that you created this yeah. person. You created that character. And it makes you feel so good. Yeah. And it's just... I think that's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. I'm fully baffled every time (laughs) I go to work and people like me. Like, there's some... And I think that it's something that helps me keep going forward and putting out positive vibes and and, and, uh, making cool stuff and promoting and just, you know, making sure that I'm putting my best foot forward all the time. Mm -hmm. But there is that part of my brain where it's like, why do people like you? You know? But I I think we all have that, obviously. Yep. Definitely. um, yeah, I don't know. It makes me always want to like strive to make sure that I'm showing people why they should like me, which mm-hmm. I guess is brings us back to imposter syndrome. Totally, which I have, yeah, always. You know. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's it's important to. 
fuck it. I just forgot what I was going to say. You're doing everything right. Yeah. Everything is amazing and you're great. Yay. <laughs> and that's the point. And that's the tea. Um, all right. We have two more. Ah, Shall we? Um, yes. Alicia, uh, Alicia, Alicia uh, from L.A. says, uh, how has the culture you grew up in uh, influenced your drag? Demita. <laughs> How come I can hear you tell it to like you? What? What the fuck? Um, Cold Hearted Snake. Thank you. The oh. little rap part that's not in it. Um, <laughs> how has the culture you grew Robin up in influenced your drag? Okay, so I am stuck in the early 2000s. <laughs> For sure. Like last night, I performed a Destiny's Child mix. And I'm so stuck in it because it's like, it's like you, you growing up... You are learning. You are learning and seeing and visually seeing all these things that you like mm-hmm. and you want to make of yourself. So I was always like, for example, when I was uh, three years old, watching Pocahontas with my best oh my friend God. and wanting to jump off that cliff uh-huh. and have that long ass weave that Pocahontas <laughs> has. That's what I wanted. Was and her so- weave? <laughs> No, it wasn't. <laughs> Inguenyamo. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but it's like, I want that long hair. I want it to blow. I want my hair to blow in the wind. You want to paint with so all the now, colors of the wind. I yeah. get you. And now in 2019, I love wearing long hair and I love whipping it. And it's just it's just those things that you like grow up seeing and you're like, I want to be that. And yeah. that's how you create your drag character. It's the yeah. things that you want to be. You grew up on a farm, right? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. With a cliff that, that like, I can <laughs> jump off of with long ass. So you lived in like a rural setting. Yeah. Like so I learned I'm I I call myself a visual learner because um growing up in a small town it's like you don't see a lot. And like I learned everything from like Disney Channel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like on Saturdays when I got to watch the two hours of actual cable that's on (laughs) TV. I'm just like, I want to be that. I want to be that. I want to be that. And that's where you learn the things you want to be. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's crazy to think that. Yeah. That's how I feel too. So I'm not actually from Champaign. I'm from, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm from from like a little farm town called Watsika. If anyone out there is from Watsika, hey. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's like 5,000 people. Wow. So, it's weird because my family is very macho. I, you know, I grew up with all brothers. Mm-hmm. A lot of my cousins are boys too. And it's weird because before I knew what drag was, I didn't realize that I was constantly doing drag. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I would so familiar. I would like go take a shower, lock the door, get into my mom's makeup, and then I would put like my t-shirt on my head, mm-hmm. big oh, little ponytail, and just be like, oh my god, the mascara. <laughs> It's long because it was any sort of femininity. Femininity was like beaten out of, out of yeah, yeah. And they called yeah, you like, a wussy. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, and like any time that I would, I used to steal dolls also from my friends. Yeah. Oh my them. god, the pretty pretty princess set that my friends had. Mm. I created a rule um, that I was allowed to like. There was like, oh well, if you win this way, you, you can actually take home. The- <laughs> So I you used to scam them and would like take home their pretty pretty princess <laughs> and like totally jack their half their set yeah. because I wanted to like wear their <laughs> ring. Yeah. Bitch, I got a Gio, I got a G.I. Joe doll as a gift one time. His name was Steven. <laughs> and I traded it at recess for a Barbie. Yes, you did. <laughs> that is how you do it. And God I got bless in trouble. capitalism. I got in trouble for it, but I'm just like, 
I want the hair. Yeah. Were your parents receptive to like the feminine part of okay like, when they, when it started to peak out? <laughs> so I've been I've been like this my whole life, mm-hmm. and I felt like so not to make. Not to make it depressing, my mom passed away uh, when I was three years old. And, like, during that time, from age one to three, um, I was playing with Barbies. Um, I remember that they, my parents got me a hat with a ponytail on it, and I ran around in my mom's apron and everything and was dancing mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then after she passed away, it was a thing of, like, they took all that away. No. And so I'm just like, this is why I remember. I'm just like, I feel like my mom was just like, I love I love my child. I love my child and I accept my child. All I wanted was a boy because I'm adopted. So all I wanted was a boy. And then after she passed away, it was a thing of like, my family's like, oh, Travis can't do these things. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. And then 20 years later, I'm to me. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. And I'm just like, bitch, yeah. I'm playing with Barbies again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. But I'm just like, don't... You are you are born this way. Like, la- thank you, Lady Gaga. You are born this way. You are born with these genes in your tummy, whatever. No, <laughs> it's so true. I mean, I feel like I had a flip side experience of it because I was always like scamming my dad to go and take me to get a haircut instead mm-hmm. of my mom so that I could chop it all off. <laughs> my mother was always furious, like mm-hmm. not furious, but kind of like... She was, my dad's name is David. She'd just be like, David, what did Again? you what did you let her do? Yeah. Like, really? David. David. Oh, and he Dana. was just like, I didn't know. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do this. And so sad about it. But it's true. We are, like, the reason that I perform femininity in drag is because that's, like, a release for me of yeah. the thing that I'm, like, supposed to do so I can be myself the rest of the time. Yeah. But it's true. Like, with, I don't even remember how old I was when I got my first, like, choppy haircut. It was, mm-hmm. like, either six or nine, one of those numbers. Mm-hmm. So just... Be who you are and express what you want. Yes. Thank you. It's yes. so hard to yes. do that. Yes. Happy TDOB. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but wasn't like last Thursday, like Panda Day? <laughs> was, was it? Wait, what? Yeah. It was like International Panda Day. And you last celebrated Thursday. this on a deep personal level, I assume. Yes, I did. I, lo- I love my pandas. <laughs> I love the animal. All bears. All bears. All bears bears are good. Girl, I don't know if you remember last night, I walked out of Berlin, (laughs) and I was like, girl, where are you going? And you just looked at me and whispered, the bears are calling. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? But now I understand what what that means. (laughs) Steam works. Bears are calling. So clearly I was already drunk by the time I left Berlin. So now uh, I'm piecing my neck together. Amazing. This is great. It's like an archaeology dig and a podcast all at once. I did call Tyona on Panda Day. You did? I was like, Tyona, I love you. And what did Tyona say to you? She loves me back. Oh, that's nice. We love her too. Um, shall we close it out? I think we should. And I get to say all the fun names this time. I'm really into it. Lugnut. <laughs> Love you, babe. Look, nuts. Lug nut. How do you balance originality with mainstream accessibility? Ooh. Oh my God. Hmm. I don't. <laughs> What's the team? Do I balance? Is Am it, I mainstream accessible? I, um. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't. Th- I think about that. Yeah. But then I sort of am like. Like I'm like okay I'm gonna I don't walk into every club being like I'm gonna be really accessible tonight Do you know what I mean Like I do 
<laughs> I do. I do. I try and that's to, why I, you wear that mustard dress, right? Yeah. Well, I, I try to be... I try to make sure that I'm not saying inside jokes and that when... That makes sense. And as the host that, like... Uh, especially if I'm at, like, Roscoe's hosting or something, that, like, we make sure that when we talk about things that we explain to everyone, like... I see. There's a thing that I think about people who walk off the street, uh, I want to make sure that they come back, right? So, like, someone just stumbles into the show, I want them to be watching it and going, I can understand this without uh, having much reference. That's a really good point, because accessibility can mean a lot of things. Yeah, like, it doesn't have to be jukebox every time, but... um, Right. Yeah, I want to make sure that every time that someone comes in for the first time, that they think... Ah yes, I can I can access this. I understand this, and that it's. I, and I tell people the difference between when you perform for a Monday, when you perform for a Saturday. It's like Saturday should be pretty easy to consume for mm-hmm. pretty much anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to speak above them, and right. we don't have to lower you know we don't have to be we don't have to dumb it down but it's also it's like in being inviting and yeah. like being inviting yeah. and being accessible in that way because yeah. this is so interesting to me because when I read this question I thought about like mainstream accessibility meaning like a certain kind of pretty and a, oh, you know you know what I mean yeah. like fitting into a specific kind of like box that we're told we should yeah. fit into I guess, yeah. but I think, I think your point like, is great uh, in terms of like language and like coming into a show because there's so many times like even I, who go to tons of shows, like I'll walk into a show and it'll be like, these girls clearly do this show all the time together, and I don't really understand. Like, you know, they're referencing each other in their jokes, or that, you know, it's like, Get that. I'm like, okay, well, what does this have to do with me? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I feel like with um, trying to be original and mainstream, it's like, kind of hard especially choosing songs sometimes because I'm not mm. the what mainstream people would think of as a drag queen is like I'm not going to do a death drop I'm not going to do <laughs> Me a wind up I just can't Sorry. do those things <laughs> Sorry, guys. no, I, no I just, you I should do it you're great I cannot do them That's why yeah, same. I physically cannot do them <laughs> and so like but you play to your strengths but that's the thing yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah I remember you being like you have to play to your strengths mm-hmm, and so it's mm-hmm. like I think the way that you can access mainstream is by I try to look very beautiful, mm-hmm. but then doing something performance-wise that people are like, oh, okay, I can like stomach this now instead of being like, oh, you look yeah. weird, and I don't get this song, so now I just feel weird. And a thing that I do, this is weird. I don't know what made me think of it. Like A thing that I try to do as the host where like when you're coming up and you're like setting up a joke, like if you're starting the song, and I, I will kind of like giggle on the mic and let people know this is supposed yes. to be funny guys. Yes, you're like, perfect. That is me trying to set the tone for mm-hmm. people. Yes. So if there's mm-hmm. a joke that I feel like people are like are we is this oh, what are, what yeah. I, how am I supposed to consume this? Mm-hmm. I try to be like, "Oh my god, you're so stupid." Say it on the mic. Yes. Like, what is this? What are you doing? Like yeah. and then you kind of you feel that breath of like, "Ah, okay, I can ex- I can access this." Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's part of the the host uh too to to kind of Tell people that they're mm-hmm. allowed to, yeah. you know, laugh. They're yeah. Yeah. To, you know, loosen up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. know that they can like it. Yeah, and they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I want you to laugh at me. Yeah, yeah. like I want to look goofy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. so funny. Yeah, true story. And you know, it's a thing of you need to know your audience. You need to know your audience mm-hmm. because. 
I and this is I'm just like I you I get so nervous to come to Chicago every time because drag is so different from um yeah. Yeah. uh Iowa drag mm-hmm. drag to Chicago drag Chicago drag and Iowa drag way different Dallas oh, drag and Chicago drag yeah. are way different and I'm just like oh my gosh how can I succeed performing in Chicago. But I have the same feeling. Like, when mm-hmm. I performed it in Des Moines, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if, because I'm in this crazy clown makeup and, like, mm-hmm. doing classic songs, and I'm like, mm-hmm. are they going to like this? Or are right. they going to, like, be pissed that I didn't, you know, death drop in With, this song or that I can't do the splits or whatever? When mm-hmm. I'm hosting in another city, I feel that weight of, like, why isn't she performing? What is this? <laughs> why are they hiring someone yeah. just to come host? Yeah. What the fuck? And... And uh, yeah, that you feel it, mm-hmm. but you know, and that's the that's the whole point of our jobs is that we yeah. you you take that little you put that puzzle together every time, yeah. yeah. And you and you have to really like you have to really stay true to yourself as a performer, as an entertainer, and also, like I said, know your audience and add that little mainstreamness. Like I'm just like okay. I don't usually do top 40 songs that are, like, right now. Currently. Like, last mm-hmm. night I did a Destiny's Child mix, but people know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, people are like, oh, my gosh, this is a throwback, and that's, mm-hmm. what, that's, what, made the, that's what made the performance successful. It's like, yeah. it's like, this was, quote-unquote, mainstream 20 years ago. And, and it, it, it's uniting, because uh, yeah. everyone knows everyone, the lyrics yeah. to it, yeah. so everyone mm-hmm. can sing along. Yeah. Uh, and also, you're just a great dancer, so it, it, it hits on <laughs> really some point. So it's like everyone's technical like, technical proficiency. Oh, like you see them in the audience, and they're like, Ooh, mm-hmm. like they're they're dancing along, but they're also fully paying attention to you because they know yeah. they're about to get a combo. Yeah, like so. <laughs> so it's a thing of mainstream. They know the music, but originality. This is what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how you put the two together. That makes this sense. is what I like. And it's also mainstream. So you gotta, you gotta do, you gotta always play to your strengths. Mm-hmm. And this is what I tell. This is what I tell um, uh, queens who are just starting out, new queens, newcomers. Hello, Miss Gay Yusuf, a newcomer, two thousand fifteen. Um, <laughs> you have to, you have to always play to your strengths. Um, in the pageant community, pageant queen. <laughs> I we I love pageant. They're, they're yeah. great. They're people. They're beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm you, obsessed with pageant. Oh, do whatever. I, <laughs> I hate think, you. I know. I know <laughs> people think yeah. we're talking shit about. Them. No, no, we're no not at all. But it's a it's a thing that like if you're you to be a successful entertainer, you have to play to your strengths, yeah. whatever environment you are in. Pageants, a show, yeah. a contest, whatever. You have to play to your strengths or you're going to look awkward as fuck. Well, I think you said the word right there, though, is entertainer because I think people forget that that's what we're doing in yes. drag. Like, <sighs> they think that they're going up there to be like, this is me and you're going to take it. That's and I'm like, no, off. that's yeah, fine. That is you, can, <laughs> you can fully do that. Yes. Go to the club and do that for yeah. yourself. Like, yeah. I encourage you, Just but you're not up. going to get paid you, to do that. Are you jerking off or are you pleasing your lover? Hey. Okay. Are you going, you have to take me as I am, uh, and this is my drag. You can't tell me. Okay, you're jerking off. Yeah. Yeah. Or you say, Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I'm going to package myself up. I'm going to make sure that these people enjoy me. Uh, I'm... I, you don't have to do a recognizable song. You don't have, but whatever you do, are you getting tipped? Are you getting applause? Are you being, you know, 
enjoyed, mm-hmm. yes. then you're a, you're a, a passionate lover. Yeah, I th- are you jerking off or are you? Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Metaphor. Right? Like I love the audience as like my lover. This whole thing of people, these kids complain, well, like just... The audience doesn't understand me. Bitch, shut up. Well, like, either you're with the wrong audience they, girl, or you're, either you you're know. performing the wrong show, which is 100%. You could be. It, <laughs> I love you. Sorry, we're drunk could, over here. No, you could be in a place where they don't accept you and they don't understand you. And I get that. But also, there's a point where if you're trying to make this your living, mm-hmm. yeah, do the shit that you know they're going to like and... Stop complaining. Yeah, I think it's, it's also too. <laughs> oh my god! I wish you could I, see this face yeah, right now. Yeah. It's amazing. I am. So, I, I have so many strong opinions about this whole <laughs> question. You go. Uh, um, I was just gonna say that it's it's almost like what I've noticed in the Chicago drag community of like, especially newcomers. It's this like sort of like privilege. Yes. That they like they. Because, the, because it's more mainstream to do drag, people know more etiquette. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm supposed to give this person a dollar. So then sometimes I feel like because they're in a city where people know to tip, that's like, oh, I'm I'm working it. I'm doing it. I'm right. doing this thing where it's like, you should try performing somewhere that's like, yeah, that's smaller. Yeah. And yeah. if people will just stare at you. That, that is very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm sure where you, bitch, girl, from where you're from, yeah, they will just look you they like will you're just a stare idiot. at you. Even you know when I'm doing my little cutesy, like I'm lip syncing to you, I'm yeah. locking eyes with you, yeah. and someone's just like staring at you like oh, an idiot. Bu- yeah. <laughs> you, that, there's no way to feel more mm-hmm. like a failure, yeah, than just mm-hmm. no someone interaction, standing arms crossed, yeah, at you like you're yeah. an idiot. To anybody who was born after 1992, <laughs> I want you to listen to this. If you are, if you are doing drag, if you're being an entertainer, you have to work hard for what you want. Oh God, you have to work hard for what you want yeah. so as hard. a performer. You yeah. know, um, and you respect number one. Respect your elders. Yeah, absolutely. But, Talk to them about how they got to where they are today because they worked hard. Yep. There's so many kids that come in and do the same shit that I saw myself doing like eight years ago mm-hmm. where you re- think you're reinventing the wheel. You're like, I have an idea for a new party. I have an idea for a new... <laughs> Girl, look back four years ago. Someone will tell you a story. Bitch, they tried this yeah. at three other bars. You're yep. not the first one. Yeah. Do your look, research. Do your research. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up and listen and don't do so much talking in here. We, we say yep. this a lot. but just We do, but up. it's good advice. Yes. <laughs> But also, it's the thing of like ask for help from the people yes. who have been there before you because they they know they know life they, they know, know life. It's just, it's like being <laughs> being a real person and not being a drag queen. Mm-hmm. How do you learn things? How do you learn how to be an adult? Look around. You ask the people who are already adults. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When whenever there's like new shows starting, and I see people like making like really big mistakes or just doing things wrong, I'm just like. I put myself out there in the community and say, I will help you. I will do it for free. Ask me questions. Goddess wouldn't exist if it wasn't for you. Kat and I came to tea and we're like, like, hey, we need help. This is the thing we want to start. I will look at your business plan and go, cut this, cut this, add Mm -hmm. this, cut this. It will take us an hour and you will... You will skip ahead months of learning stupid shit. Ask the people that are willing to help you. Mm -hmm. And they will fucking help you. Don't feel like you have to 
like be a martyr <laughs> and, and, and the like, whole scene will be better for it. Like, it. Like exactly. Like you'll have a more successful show. Like yeah. ask people around mm-hmm. you. I'm so thankful that like, yeah, like Nico came so to me glad. about a uh, crash landing. Yeah. Like, for crash landing? I was like, okay, I, I'm, I put this whole thing together over a week and now it's this huge fucking thing. Like yeah. just don't be afraid to ask for yes. help. Yeah. See yeah. people who are doing it well and ask them. Yes. Well, yes. Not just the first people that will give you their advice either because there are some fucking idiots out there who are willing to give you tons of advice. I might be one of them sometimes. <laughs> but uh, look at the successful people around you and ask them how they got where they are. And it's this thing of like, I. it really makes me sad to see the newcomer queens like if they fail once Mm -hmm. they're gonna quit drag you know but it's just stamina yeah it's just like like you said ask for help ask for help you have to fail 20 million times to succeed once you know if there's 100 people in a room (laughs) and 99 (laughs) don't believe in you And you say the same story, oh, no. and Bradley Cooper does, yeah. and you make a star is born, and you win twenty million. Yeah, I mean, as someone who has like thrown parties that have fucking flopped, and who have yeah. had successful weeklies and stuff, like, please listen to me. Like, I want to help you yes. race to the to to the finish line. I want to help you get to where you're successful. I really do. I don't want to go watch you flop in the same way that I might have um, flopped a few years ago. You know, like... We I rise to together help. or not at all. Yeah, mm. I want to help. Like, what, help me T-Rex help lifting up the community. Like, I was so... Like, yeah. when I got my license, yeah, right. I was so scared to drive through a drive-thru and someone helped me. <laughs> someone helped me drive through the drive-thru. <laughs> right, we have derailed. <laughs> um, well, that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we did it. We did it. We did it. Hey, Good job, team. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Will you, uh, Demita, will you tell uh, people where they can find you on social media and uh, any big shows you have coming up, anything we should look for? Well, you can find me on social media. Um, Miss uh, T-Rex made a Twitter for me, so now I... I made her a Twitter. Now I I do Twitter. Oh, my God. I'm going to go follow you right now. If you're confused about how to find me, just... Google search hashtag Demita for Bears D O M I T A and you'll find me and it might be What's NSFW. Your What's your Instagram? <laughs> oh it. no! Oh my gosh! My Instagram is Demita underscore Diva underscore Sanchez. There you go. Make sure it's Demita with an O D O M I T A, and just type that in. To Facebook and type that into Twitter and you'll find me. Hashtag Demita for Bears. I like beards and hairy chests and bellies. Your turn. (laughs) Well, mine's easier. It's just Connie Dijon on Facebook and Twitter. Or no, um, on Instagram... But honey Honey dot Dijon. Yes, yes. What about your I'm not the the DJ. Anybody got a Zanga? Is that a thing? No, was that a music site? I don't know. I don't know. Um, What was Zanga? It was like pre-MySpace. Yeah. But it was like, I don't know. I was never on Zanga. I'm lying. LJ. Um, Dead Joe. I am T-Rex in Chicago on Instagram and Twitter. And... uh, 
Uh, I'm at Drag Matinee every Saturday uh, on uh, April 20th. It's 420. That is also Easter weekend. Uh, Anna's my fucking birthday. Uh, we're going to have gonna a special guest. Special guest, uh, Jasmine Masters. Yes. Um, nice. Insane. Uh, also, the princess will be there. And uh, Julia Starr from Minneapolis, who's fucking incredible. Um, okay. Oh, my God. Oh, Try Google Zanga. Zanga is a website that hosts web blogs, <laughs> photo blogs, and social networking web blogs. profiles. Okay. It is operated by Zanga.com. Does uh, it still exist? It, it, I, I think so. Does MySpace exist? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Timberlake owns it. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah he, he owns bought it. Mine. And it's all for music now. It's trash. I think um, it's just for nostalgia. <laughs> it's also on, um, <laughs> uh, on uh, Mother's Day weekend, uh, May 11th and 12th, we're going to have a comedy special event. Uh, it's going to be a two-night special event. Uh, on the 11th of May, we're going to have special guest Lady Bunny. I love Lady Me Bunny. Too. The goofball. It's also going to be uh, Miss Toto's uh, mm-hmm. drag matinee debut. We have a huge lineup. Auntie Chan, Saltine, Maureen San Diego, Dixieland Cartwright, uh, Chanel Mercedes-Benz. You should sell tickets. Why? I feel like it's going to be a very popular show. People just show up. It's my show. <laughs> and coming and coming soon, Demita and the Princess will be in a show together at the Drag Mountain. I'm trying to make this happen. Because <laughs> the Princess is the most gorgeous thing in the world. So it's I love the Princess. Brand, but oh my gosh, yeah, she's no gorgeous. Hair. I don't care. No the hair. The Princess is so hot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not disagreeing I with hope you. She hears this because she's been on. Yeah. Oh, I don't know princess. if she listens. Hmm. Husband material. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Is it my turn now? Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky.stiff on Instagram, luckystiff2, that's the number two on Twitter. I'm going to go follow Demita later, and you should too. Um, and I got an extension for my thesis. Oh, yay. <laughs> I did. My committee's out of the country. I couldn't get it together. Committee's um, nuts. So, so I'm, I'm off for a couple of weeks, but then I am going to be, as always, at Goddess every third Friday. Um, and I'm also doing the SAIC drag show on, oh, nice. yeah, super cool, on April 18th. And I'm going to be at pregame on 420. And then I'm going to come party with you at drag matinee. I mean, hey. I'm not in it, but I'm going to be there. So, <laughs> fuck it up. Ooh, hey. Hey, what? All right. Well, thank you guys for joining oh my us. Gosh, yes, it's yes, bad yeah. luck to cheers with. So we're breaking everything. Breaking all the okay, rules. Okay, just give me another spoon yeah. of barbecue. Just to yeah. <laughs> bring it back. We need all our Jones barbecue. And that's the tea. Burp, 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 burp. This is the tea. <laughs> <laughs>